It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On MLB Fantasy Minute is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the most fun I've had playing daily fantasy baseball and winning up to 25 times my money. Download the app today and use the code Locked On MLB for a first deposit match up to $100. Exploring my skills on Prize Picks this season adds an extra layer of excitement to daily fantasy sports. With just a few taps, you can transform $10 into $1,000 if you've got the skills. Prize Picks is incredibly user friendly. I can make my selections and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. As the host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball, here are some rock solid picks. Opt for Shohei Otani to have less than 38.5 home runs this season. Opt for Bobby Miller to have higher than 150.5 strikeouts this season. And for Bryce Harper to have higher than 97.5 ribbies this season. Download the app today and use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the app today. Use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Sometimes you just have to accept the fact that it isn't your day. That's exactly what happened to the Reds yesterday as they lose a chance for a sweep of the Mariners on what became a throwaway game. We're going to talk about it on today's Locked on Reds. You are Locked on Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked on Reds. Thanks for tuning in to Locked on Reds. Thanks for being an everydayer. I appreciate you all so much. Uh, it's great to have you here. I am Stephen Offenbaker. My co-host Jeff Carr is out today. We hope to have him back very, very soon. He's on vacation, actually. He'll be back next week. Uh, thanks so much for being here. I am a, a lifelong Reds fan. I have a passion for the Cincinnati Reds. I have a passion for baseball. I have taken my passion for the Reds, my passion for the game, and I've turned that passion into information for you. I want to thank those of you that are everydayers that are here every day watching the show, listening to the show. I appreciate you all so much. I love talking baseball with you. Get into the comment sections. Hit me up on Twitter. I want to talk baseball with you because that is what we do. On today's podcast, I am going to break down what turned into a throwaway game for the Reds yesterday. I want to tell you that uh, I think there were a few positives in that game, not a whole lot, and I think that David Bell – gasp made some really good decisions along the way uh, i also want to talk about will benson will benson has been very very good and i'm going to tell you just exactly how good he's been over the course of this 2023 baseball season and then i'm going to set up exactly where the reds are right now and where they go from here as we get dangerously close to the end of the regular season october baseball is just around the corner. But where I want to start today is with yesterday's game. It was the third game in a three-game set against the Seattle Mariners, and it really was uh, a game that they could have, should have won, but it turned into what I think is a throwaway game. And, and, and here's why I say that. David Bell had a decision to make. His decision was this. Once Lion Richardson started to get roughed up, he could pull Richardson, go to the bullpen early, and try to salvage the game, or pitch Richardson as long as he could, protect the bullpen a little bit, leave Lyon in as long as you can, and then protect the bullpen for another day. 
Uh, David Bell, I think, chose to leave Richardson in longer than he normally would have to protect this bullpen, uh, knowing that there was an off day today that would give the bullpen plenty of time to rest up in addition to not having to use everybody and then regroup and attack the St. Louis Cardinals on Friday. I think that's the decision that Bell made, and I think that Bell made the right choice. Lion Richardson went four and two-thirds innings, but he allowed seven earned runs. And here's really the kicker. He walked four guys while only striking out three. And when you have more walks than strikeouts as a starting pitcher, it's a problem. Uh, as our good friend Cam tells us all the time, walks will haunt. And that's exactly what happened. Uh, in addition to the walks, Lion Richardson also allowed three home runs in this game. 95 pitches for Richardson, 63 for strikes. You know, it wasn't a horrible outing. He was good at times, but at the end of the day, I think that Bell made the decision that he was going to just roll with whatever Richardson brought yesterday. And I think that that's okay. Uh, the way that this pitching staff is in the shambles right now with injuries and with illness from the COVID list, uh, sometimes there's just nothing you can do. Uh, and I don't know what else David Bell could have done in that situation yesterday in order to make it happen in order to make that game be something other than a throwaway, because I really think that's where we landed. That's where we ended up. And it's perfectly fine. As far as I'm concerned, I know I hear you guys. We're in the middle of a playoff race. We can't afford to throw any games away. That's true. Uh, there are any games that really should be gimmies, but I don't know what David Bell should have did different. Listen, if you have a thought on what David Bell should have done different yesterday, I want to hear it from you. I want you in the comment sections. I want you on Twitter telling me what you think he should have done. And coming up later today, I'm going to go live for a mailbag Q&A right here on YouTube. And I want to hear from you then. I want you guys to jump into the comment sections then and tell me what you think David Bell should have done differently uh, in the final game of this Seattle series before moving on to face the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, once David Bell did go to the bullpen, the bullpen mostly limited the damage, guys. I, I mean, Mole came in, pitched an inning, struck out two guys, did not allow any runs. Herget back on the mound for the Reds, pitched two and a thirds. He allowed two hits in the two and a third innings, but struck out two. Uh, in fact, only Duarte, Daniel Duarte came in and in his inning of work, allowed two hits, an earned run, and also walked one. And that's the only run that the bullpen gave up the rest of the way. Uh, this is a good showing for, again, a bullpen that's been overworked and underappreciated as far as I'm concerned. Uh, they've really gone above and beyond, and this is just another uh, example of how they've kind of tried to survive. And they limited the damage for the most part. You know, as I say, uh, Richardson allowed seven earned runs. The Mariners finished with eight earned runs on the day. Reds ended up scoring four in this game. So for eight to four uh, margin of defeat there, uh, that was still within striking distance for this team. As we talked about on yesterday's show, there's no quit in this team, at least from the position players. Uh, I'm, I'm fairly certain all the way up until the end of this game, the position players believed that they still had a chance to get back into this game. But for the most part, the position players had what I would call a blah performance. I mean, there weren't very many guys that really stood out in this game. And we're going to talk about one of them coming up in the next segment. But the rest of the guys, you know, Fraley was one for five in the leadoff slot yesterday with three three strikeouts. TJ Friedel started things off with a bang, gets on base early. It comes in, scores a run in the first inning. The Reds have a lead that they just can't hold on to. Spencer Steer, one for four. Ellie De La Cruz, 0 for three. Uh, you know, Spencer Steer struck out three times in this game yesterday. 
that's you know just a down day for him. Uh, Nick Martini one for four with a strikeout. Encarnacion Strand one for four with two strikeouts. Tyler Stevenson one for four with a strikeout. You know the list goes on. Nobody really just impressed except for the guy batting ninth. The guy that has been pretty studying force in this lineup down there in the eighth and ninth slot. And we're going to spend a lot of time talking about him coming up in just a few minutes. Uh, one thing I know, David Bell's made the right decisions by trying to go with certain pitchers in situations where even though they're not performing well, even though they've given up a lot of runs, uh, the long-term effect of going to the bullpen early is more damaging to the team than possibly giving away a game and allowing a lot of runs to be scored. So I commend David Bell for sticking with Richardson through seven runs before he went to the bullpen for allowing this bullpen, at least the big arms in this bullpen to get a little bit of rest yesterday. They're going to get back to back days off with the off day today. And they're going to head into this St. Louis series, ready to go a little bit refreshed. The St. Louis series, the reds can't afford to mess around with. They needed this bullpen rested. They needed guys like Lucas Sims and Alexis Diaz and Buck Farmer to be ready to go fully rested and available to nail down games. And I think that's the situation that David Bell has now created with this bullpen by sticking with Richardson longer than he would have in a game that he was managing to win at all costs. And I commend him for it. It's not an easy thing to do. He's going to suffer a blowback for it. There's people that are going to criticize him for it. Many of you may want to criticize him for it. And I look forward to hearing from you in the comment sections and during the live show a little bit later today, because I just, I don't know what he could have done differently that wouldn't have harmed the team for the St. Louis series. And that's, and that's kind of where I'm going with this folks. When you come into the comment sections with your suggestions understand that i'm okay with what david bell did because i think it set the reds up to have a successful series against the cardinals not not because i'm just cool with him throwing away a game not because i i think the reds have got wins to waste i don't think either of those things are true but they need to be in the best shape possible for the series with the st louis cardinals so i commend david bell for for going in that direction the Reds have position players that had okay days, as I mentioned, but Will Benson had a really good day. Coming up, I'll discuss the best number nine hitter in all of Major League Baseball. Before I get into that, I want to shout out one of the sponsors of today's podcast. Today's podcast is brought to you by eBay Motors. For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your vehicle to the My Garage section and look for the green check mark to know that the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And... With over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Remember, if you can't be at the ballpark, you can catch every pitch of the Reds' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just download the SXM app and search the word Reds. 
Thanks, as always, for making Locked on Reds your first listen every day. Every day is coming up a little bit later today. I am going to go live on YouTube for a mailbag episode, a Q&A. Uh, I want to talk to you guys about what your thoughts are on this team as we streak into September. I want to hear your thoughts on a potential playoff run. I want to hear from you about what you think David Bell should or shouldn't have done yesterday in the wrap-up of that Seattle Mariners series. It's going to be a fun conversation. I look forward to talking to all of you. I hope you can join me there. Uh, it will be available in the audio feed afterwards. If you don't have a chance to jump over on the live show on YouTube, it'll be in the audio feed for you to listen to later. Uh, I look forward to it and hope to get to talk baseball with you real soon. Uh, I teased it there in the first segment and Will Benson is really the only position player that had himself a great day yesterday. Uh, he went three for four, scoring two runs and picked up an RBI. He has been really, really hot lately. I mean, really hot. In the last seven games, he's got a slash line of 353, 450, 706. Uh, on the season, he's 269, 366, 488. Those season numbers are really something because you have to remember, they include that terrible, terrible start that he had making the team out of spring training, comes to Cincinnati. Uh, he was a feel-good story. There was a lot of media coverage about him making the big league team and what it meant to him and, you know, uh, pieces about how it impacted his family, all of those things. And then boy, did he struggle? It was just not pretty at all. It resulted in him being sent down to triple a going back to Louisville, having to work on things, but he did exactly that. He went down to triple a, he worked with the coaching staff. He worked with Pat Kelly and the staff in Louisville and he got better. He worked on the holes in his game. And when the opportunity presented itself, the Reds brought him back up. And he's really been one of the best number nine hitters in all of baseball. He's he's a secret weapon down there in the bottom of the lineup. Uh, I, I just it's, it's a, he ends up being really a second leadoff hitter for the rest of the game when when you really think about it, because he's doing so well there in the number nine hole. Uh, he always looks like he's having so much fun. He's got a great time. Big smile on his face. Uh looks really happy to just be involved in the game and be on the field and, and helping the Reds win baseball games. And I, I know, I don't know if you guys caught it, but when the Reds won on a walk-off the other night, Ellie De La Cruz slides into home plate and Will Benson was standing there at the plate. He has this huge smile on his face, high fives Ellie before they go run and mob CES. Uh, he brings a lot of joy. He, he brings joy when you watch him play baseball and I think that's really a theme for this team in general. We talked about this a little bit with the rookies and never knowing who is going to be the hero, never knowing which one of these players is going to step up on any given day. And you've got Will Benson that just has so much heart and so much joy and so much energy. And it just, he makes it fun to watch him play. And I, I look forward to getting to see a lot more of that uh, with Tyler Stevenson getting super hot right now. Uh, the Reds have a, a real dangerous combination down there in the bottom of the lineup. If you can hit Tyler Stevenson and Will Benson eight and nine, uh, and everybody else is back and healthy. You get Joey Votto back and possibly Jonathan India. We'll talk about that coming up here in just a few minutes. But you get those guys back, plus the big five rookie infielders that are all on this team. Matt McClain hopefully is back very soon. Before the playoffs, you get all of those dudes back in this lineup. That is a dangerous lineup heading into the postseason. And uh, the Reds seemingly are battling for that final wildcard spot. And we'll, we'll talk about where they're at coming up in the third segment. But uh, if they win that final wildcard spot, they would look to go and play Atlanta. And it, nothing would make me happier than for the Reds to go into Atlanta and knock off the Braves. 
and kind of make up for some things that have happened over the years, especially that last playoff series where uh, the Reds didn't score a run at all. One thing's for sure. Well, Will Benson is not technically a rookie. He's another solid member of the Reds youth movement that we can count on to be in Cincinnati and contributing for years and years to come. All right. After taking two of three from Seattle, let's reset a little bit. Coming up, I want to tell you about the Reds and where they are and what's left for them as they streak towards October baseball. We're going to get into all of that right after this. Remember that if you can't be at the ballpark, you can catch every pitch of the Reds hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just download the app and search the word Reds. You can also follow the podcast on all platforms, including right here on YouTube. Uh, don't forget to click the subscribe and the notification bell. You'll get notified when there's extra episodes, whenever we post anything. When we go live, I am going to be live later this afternoon to do a mailbag episode, a Q&A. I want to hear from you. I want to know what your thoughts are about where the Reds are right now and where they're going. If you think they're going to make the postseason and what you think their chances are in, say, a wild card series match up with the Atlanta Braves. We're going to talk about all of that coming up on a special live show later today. I hope you can join me. Uh, would love to have you around for that. Also, in between episodes, if you want to talk baseball with us, jump over to our Discord server. We have a great community over there on Discord. There's a link to join down in the description of today's episode. We have a great time over there. A lot of times we watch the games together and, and comment back and forth. It's a great alternative to X or Twitter or whatever the heck Elon's calling it these days. Uh, it's a much more reliable, stable platform at this point. I have a great time talking baseball over there with everybody, and I hope that you have an opportunity to join us. All right. I've said playoffs and Reds a lot over the last couple of days, and this is just something that uh, many people didn't think would be happening this year. You know, I knew there was a window coming. I didn't think it would be 2023. I didn't think it would be happening this soon. And yet, here we are. The Reds are currently five and a half games back in the National League Central. As Jeff and I told you a couple weeks back now, we feel like chasing the division championship, winning this division is probably not probable at this point. The better strategy will be to hope that the Brewers beat everybody that they can beat that would help the Reds. Uh, that's probably the most likely scenario for the Reds getting into the postseason. Right now, as of this recording, as you're waking up this morning, uh, the Reds are tied with Arizona, a half game back of Miami for the final wild card spot. They are right in the thick of it. Uh, they have an opportunity to make the playoffs. They have an opportunity for postseason baseball. And really, it's all going to come down to the pitching. It's just that simple. Uh, the Reds' starting rotation right now is a mess, but good news on the horizon. Uh, several beat writers are reporting that both Brandon Williamson uh, Hunter Green and possibly Ben Lively will all find their way back as early as this weekend. Uh, I saw some speculation that Hunter Green may start on Sunday. Brandon Williamson could start against the Cardinals as well. That would be a big, big, big bolster to this bullpen. Uh, as you know, Nick Lodolo is not um, to this bullpen, to the starting rotation. As you know, Nick Lodolo is not coming back this year. He has been shut down. Graham Ashcraft currently on the injured list. I uh, hope that we see him back before October so that he can be available for a postseason push. I think Ben Lively, if we can get him back, is a valuable tool that can uh, initially maybe eat some innings as a starter and then be your long guy in the bullpen. 
for a playoff series where you don't necessarily need five starters. Ben Lively could fill that role very, very well. Um, there's a lot of hope if those guys come back. I mean, that's really where we are right now. Uh, the season rests on what happens with the starting pitchers recovering from COVID. That's really where we're at. I thought in 2023 we were past all this. It turns out that we are not. It really is going to boil down to if those guys can get healthy and if they can get back into this rotation and if they can eat a lot of innings heading into October. I think that's important because this bullpen, while it is held up admirably, uh, they're going to run out of steam. And what we can't afford to have happen as Reds fans is for the Cincinnati Reds bullpen to completely run out to get run out of gas in totality uh, right before a playoff series with the Atlanta Braves. That is just not a good look. It is not a great outcome. And the best thing possible for the Reds in this scenario is to get Williamson and Green and Ashcraft all back before the postseason. And it looks like that might be possible. As far as the position players go, there could also be some help on the way for them. Uh, they've been the position players have been doing great, but you can never have too many good players, right? Uh, Jonathan India and Joey Votto have both started baseball activities. I uh, have heard some speculation from people that I believe are in the know that believe Joey Votto could be back as early as this weekend against the Cardinals. Now he hasn't gone on a rehab assignment, but the minor league seasons are winding down. Uh, a rehab assignment may not be in the cards. I know that Joey's been with the team. We've seen him in the dugout several times. I'm sure that he's hitting and taking batting practice and doing things in the cages. If he's ready to go, he helps this team. I don't want to talk about his batting average. I, I don't think that his low batting average is as big a deal as a lot of people have made it. This is what I know about Joey Votto. When he hits the ball, he hits it hard. He's hit for a lot of power. He's been driving the ball hard. His exit velocity is very, very high. He is a useful player to bring back for a postseason run. And I hope that he's ready for those reasons, but also selfishly for me. I'm coming to town. I've got tickets for the Reds' final home game. I want to see Joey Votto just in case this is his last year in a Reds uniform. And it very well could be. I want to see it. I don't want him to go out on the injured list. I want to see him on the field. I want to see him playing and I want to see him contributing to a Reds playoff team. That's the best case scenario. Also with Jonathan India, uh, Jonathan India's days in Cincinnati may be numbered. He could be a trade piece as early as this off season. Uh, some people have speculated that he could go in the off season. Others think he may stick around to the beginning of next season, uh, raising his value, hopefully through his performance and then be traded. Uh, ultimately there's not a lot of room on this team for Jonathan India, but there's room on this team right now for Jonathan India to help with a playoff push. And I think that's where the Reds need him. It's encouraging to me that he's doing baseball activities. He could be back as well before the end of the season. And that bodes well for the Reds heading into October. Uh, with all that being said, uh, a jolt of healthy players, a jolt of healthy pitching can help the Reds win a wild card. That's really where we're at, folks. It's September and the Reds are in contention. Soak it all in. Enjoy it all. And on that positive note, that is where we will probably wrap it up for the day. Before we get out of here, don't forget that you can catch every pitch of the Reds' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just download the app and search the word Reds. Again, that's going to wrap us up for this edition of Locked on Reds. Thanks for always making us your first listen every day. Every day is coming up a little bit later today. I'm going live for a mailbag episode. I want to hear your questions. I want to get your comments on the YouTube feed. Uh, I want to talk a little baseball with you. So join me a little bit later today. That's going to be at, let's call it 3.30 p.m. Eastern time. So if you're around and able to jump on the YouTube feed, I will see you there and I will help keep you locked on Reds every day. 
single day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.